You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Uh-huh. I just feel like I've been around the block, ripping up fantasy stock, working around the clock. Look at the view from the top. Researching rookies a lot? No, I just be listening to pods. Yeah, one in particular. I'm just a messenger. Let me just pass on the rock. Browning, brunning, bruning, pronouncing ain't what he's doing. What he's doing is not losing, but infusing you with new things. And there's Dennis the Bennett. Yeah. The man is a menace, yeah. Building a dynasty, some of the finest things. Promise you, you won't regret it. Mm. Slice a fox, culture didn't pop. Give him his props. Here is a thought, here is a box. And you cannot compare him at all, so don't even try. Careful with the news, but when you use a take, I take up Tony Fire. I mean dire, because anyone else is a huge mistake. Whoa. Fantasy round table, fantasy, fantasy round table. Yeah. Fantasy round table, come take a look at the crown, baby. Hey. Fantasy round table, fantasy, fantasy round table. Woo. Fantasy round Come take a look at the crown, baby. Go. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Roundtable Podcast, brought to you by the Pigskin Podcast Network. You can find them at Pigskin Podnet on Twitter, or you can search the hashtag TPPN. We have got our live draft going on right now for the Listener League. We are about nine picks in. I'm about to be on the clock, but we've got uh, some NFL news to talk about before we dive into what's going on with the draft. Matt, I'm going to kick it to you since the last we've been here. Brian Robinson was unfortunately shot, but it does seem like everything is going to be okay with him moving forward. Yeah, they did put him on the pup list, which is a little bit of a bummer, so he'll miss the first uh, four weeks, but... Uh, I think take it that it's better than it could be. It was nice to see him back in the building. It's probably good news for Antonio Gibson and those who roster him, at least at the beginning. He gets a shot to hopefully show uh, what he's doing. Now, it was a, a tough break because from all uh, indications, they were looking to uh, have him kind of take over the um, starting running back spot from Antonio Gibson. So, uh, it was a, a tough break, and I think he'll be back after four or five weeks. Uh, you just have to work himself back in shape with the uh, um, because he was shot in the gluten in the lower leg. So uh, once he gets back in shape, I think he'll he'll get the opportunity that uh, Ron Rivera seemed to want to give him. 
Yeah, he should. Um, the the great thing is that he is healthy and going to be back uh, just fine. We'll see how soon he's able to get onto the field, hopefully, obviously, sooner rather than later. LaVisca Chenault, Dennis, has been traded to the Panthers. Does this matter at all for Dynasty? Well, according to Baker Mayfield, LaVisca Chenault is really big. Um, I don't know if it matters. I mean, there are times when players – move into new situations and flourish. I think we're looking at that with Jalen Rager as well as with LaVisca Chenault. Um, you know, Chenault does have, uh, what's he got? Shai Smith, Robbie Anderson, and Richard Higgins ahead of him. Maybe they use him the, uh, uh, the way that Rivera used to use, or the way they use CMC. Uh, with some special stuff. So, you know, we'll see. All right. And that's probably all that we've got here. I mean, season kicks off on Thursday. We should be talking a lot about that moving forward. Hopefully everything has been cleared schedule-wise for us. This is is a crazy last couple days for me. Uh, So we'll be back Wednesday, Matt, to preview the Thursday uh, night game. And our playoff picks. Oh, yeah, okay. So we'll have playoff picks and then the Thursday preview. And then obviously we'll be here Friday as our usual show, our probably biggest show that is going to be every single week as we will typically recap the Thursday night game and then preview every single game moving forward, except for, yeah, we'll probably touch on the Monday night football game since I won't be here before, uh, typically won't be there. I'll get my pick on Monday uh, to kind of give you guys an idea of where I'm leaning on the Monday night football game. But, we are currently doing our listener league draft right now. We are currently in round two, about to hit the turn and and swing around into round three here. So I'm going to give you guys the first couple picks. It is Matt, why don't you give us the breakdown of what the league actually is, and then we can talk about what the picks are. Um, so it's a super flex league, 12 teams. Uh, we start uh, – Quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, tight end. Shit, flex, third round and, reversal. Hold on. And, yeah, third round reversal. It's about to go. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. I was dropping off here. No one's ready for any of this. Uh, we included third round reversal. If you've played Scott Fishbowl or some of the other industry uh, events, um, you know, we have those. What ended up being kind of, uh, kind of fun, depending on how um, you do it, is – uh, you and Ricky and Matt and me are back to back to back. Uh, so that should make it pretty fun. Um, but we have a, a good group of folks in there. I'm excited to see how it shakes out. It is super flex, so that'll make things interesting. As you'll see in a minute, um, I will work on sharing my screen here in a minute. Uh, almost entirely quarterbacks in the first round. Yeah, I definitely went with a different strategy than I usually do here in the first round, but I figure it's a listener league. Might as well try and kind of have a little bit of fun with it. So I'm intrigued to see how the rest of this goes, but I don't hate my first couple picks. So I'm I'm kind of excited for it. So I'm going to pull this up. Matt, I'm going to let you handle this for a second. I'm having issues with my camera. I want to pull myself off the screen here. Really, You cool. look fantastic, man. Oh, I know, but I'm, it's it's bothering me with the way that it's it's positioned here. We'll just put the uh, the draft up uh, full screen so that the people can see. Let me drop this. I will uh, start taking on my phone. We just did the third round reversal. Uh, so as you can see, those who were at the end are now at the beginning, about halfway through. Uh, 
Dennis, what did you think of round one? Uh, you know, I like the pick of Christian McCaffrey at 104. You know, there's a lot of people who don't have the guts to make that pick because they're so afraid of injuries. Um, but they're going robust, uh, robust running back out of the 104 with McCaffrey, Barkley, and Jones. Uh, I'm not sure what happened with Bro Namath. He was here chatting, and then he's gone. But he's uh, on auto, and he started with Lamar Jackson, Travis Kelsey, and Matt Stafford. So he's locked down uh, a couple real good quarterbacks and arguably the top tight end uh, for fantasy. Yeah, and I know a couple of people were trying to get uh, back up at the top um, to try to be part of that uh, third-round reversal on it didn't that didn't quite happen there weren't as many trades i think because a lot of us were uh, happy with our draft slots although matt and i back to back i i told uh i told dennis off air but there are three mats in this draft you me and my friend matt kalish and we are back to back to back there at the end uh, apparently if your name was matt you had to go in consecutive series at the end of the draft well, no offense to Malibu, Matt, but I don't love what he's doing right now. I mean, I guess you, you know, zag when others zag, but uh, the quarterback pool, I think, is getting fairly limited really quick. Uh, but it's an interesting start with Najee, Cooper Cup, and Devontae Adams. If he's uh, still able at least to get one decent quarterback, I think he's going to be fine. I don't, uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm about to make my fourth pick. I'm very interested to see who's available there to me. I don't necessarily hate my start, though. It's been, it's been intriguing. Let's see here. Oh, shoot, I'm up. This is, who We should have, like, done a better job of making this start before the stream and then not have, like, a minute. I feel so stressed out trying to make my pick. I feel like I don't have enough time. That, to, was, that was the whole point of doing it, to watch us. This is, like, what it's really like to draft with us, you know, if we're in person and we're doing this. I don't know. I went Justin Fields with my fourth pick. Um, a little bit off schedule maybe a little bit early but my thought was you know watching him late in the preseason it he started to put it together and you know there's some talk that Montgomery isn't a great fit for that offensive scheme uh, we'll see what happens you know they've got Velas Jones they've got uh, Darnell Mooney Cole Komet and Khalil Herbert so they do have some weapons it's all going to come down to the offense. Damn you, man. <laughs> That's all right. I just sniped both mats on both of my picks because as soon as I picked two of my friend Matt's in here, he looked at me with dead eyes, and I knew you would take Pittman if I didn't. <laughs> I wanted Pittman. I was really hoping to go Keenan Allen Pittman, so I'm going to double up running back here. Yeah, so, I mean, my, I started out, I guess we could give the people some of the, the way that we've attacked our draft so far and then talk about some of this. I went um, – it is super flex. I typically don't double tap quarterback, but I decided to do it just to see what happens here. I mean, if I win, great. If not, it's not like we put a thousand dollars in on this league or anything like that. It's a, it's also a very sharp league. I think a lot of the people in this league, you didn't I get know the memo that, about the thousand dollars. I did not, but it's good to know that now. That's all right. I, you know, we'll just, you know. I'll get Austin to expense it to campus to Canton and say, you know, it's a, a business expense. No, we, um, it's a lot of sharp people in here. So I wanted to test some different theories out on this. So I, I decided to double tap quarterback out of the 10 spot. Got Jalen Hurts, uh, Kyler Murray. And then as Matt and Dennis mentioned earlier, it is a third round reversal. So it came right back around to me. 
Uh, and then I went Swift, Keenan Allen, and then Zeke. I did want Pittman right there. Had Pittman fallen, I would have taken him and have been really happy with the Keenan Allen, Michael Pittman stack there at, at wide receiver. But I figured, why not grab my running back two and Zeke? I didn't love some of the other wide receivers available right there. I think we're about to hit a dead zone and running back as well. So I was like, I'll just take a guy that I think could be a high-end RB2, low-end RB1, and just kind of pair him with Zeke. Matt, what was your what was your kind of thought process on going through your first couple picks here? You were picking out of the 11 spot. Yeah, well, I figured if I didn't take Russell Wilson that uh, the person behind me would certainly have done it because they already threatened that. Uh, and then coming back around, I was thinking about getting running back, but when I saw Jamar Chase there, uh, I had to go with that. I thought that was a good upside. We do start three wide receivers. Um, and I got my, my boy, Javante, when I came back, was able to uh, get – Tua there at the end so that I have a couple of quarterbacks. Um, and then, obviously, Pittman, uh, you and I are pretty high on him. Dennis was pretty high on him, too. I think he's in for a top-10 wide receiver season. No, it's going to be interesting coming up. We're in round six, and we've got two managers who have both gone zero QB. So they each of them have started running back, running back, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver. So they, they're – they didn't go for one of the elite tight ends, and they haven't went for quarterback yet. Um, Townhouse will be up here in the next pick after this one. We'll see if uh, they, they break the uh, trend and go quarterback yet. I mean, it's definitely an interesting strategy because you're, at least in my opinion, in a super flex format, you're not going to win if you don't have at least one good quarterback. So I, I think it's very interesting that at least one of them has, and he just passed, I believe, was Allen Robinson. So, I mean, Allen Robinson's a great wide receiver three to have, but you're about to be starting possibly Baker Mayfield and someone else as your quarterbacks. It's not great uh, for that part of things. Uh, the other one He's did not go in as well. Truther. Uh, he went Gabriel Davis. So they everybody knows that this is super flex, right? I just want to double right. check. So I believe Caravans so. just sniped me on Elijah Mitchell, who was my target right there. Well, he is a huge 49ers fan, so hardly a surprise to see him go for Elijah Mitchell. He's definitely drafting um, his guys because he's big on CD Lamb and he's uh, big on Travis Etienne, too, as we saw in the mock draft that we did earlier. I went with Dobbins. I think he may start off slow, but I think after about week four or five, J.K. Dobbins is going to have a fantastic year. Jerry Judy. Very nice. It wasn't what I wanted, but I guess God is God. Yeah, not what I wanted either in Marquise Hollywood Brown, but, you know, do what you got to do. All right, so... Let's talk about that. I mean, there again. Let's let's keep on the two with no quarterbacks here. So I mean, it's definitely an interesting start for. I can't see the name here. I'm trying to pull it up on my phone. For uh, town, town. I don't know what the name. Townhouse. Is. Townhouse. There we go. It's not what is popping up on my phone. I did not want to read what has popped up on my phone because that would uh, not be. Let's just say all I have on my phone is missing the the U S and E. So it's town something else. You start out. Go ahead and read it, Max. I'm about to make my pick, and we can just discuss the strategy here. Yeah. So, Townhouse so far took Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Aaron Jones. Does three RBs in the first three rounds, and then has followed up with three receivers: AJ Brown, Mike Williams, Allen Robinson. Got to like the depth uh, and like the players selected at that position. But it will be interesting to see how long he waits to go uh, for a quarterback. So now I just got sniped by Ricky and Darnell Mooney. 
damn it, Janet. I was really hoping he And then Wilson twenty seven's the other one. Jonathan Taylor, Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette. Then he has Mike Evans, Terry McLaurin, and Gabriel Davis. Oh, and then goddamn it, Malibu. So Malibu I mean, Matt took uh, AJ Dillon from me. It'll be interesting. So I guess of the quarterbacks you see that are left, which one would be the one that you would feel the best about if they were your quarterback one? Honestly, none of them. Maybe Matt Ryan? I mean, Ryan's like, gone. Did he just go? No, he's gone a couple rounds ago. Oh, okay. I thought he was still available. Then none of them, really. Like, I guess I'm Ryan Tannehill. I famous who just went was probably the best of on that. I don't. I know I you're out on Hill, but... Well, I don't know that... T- I know people think that Dan Hill's safe, but I don't know if he keeps his I job don't here. Malik Willis is playing this year. I mean, I could be wrong. I've seen, you know, front offices make dumber decisions, but I would be very surprised if Malik Willis supplants Ryan Tannehill this year. I mean, with a rushing upside, I think he does have a ch- shot to finish, you know, probably no lower than QB 15. So he is one that I would go for. They're just going all in on the no QB yeah, strategy. no QB... So. And so um, Juju and then Rashad Bateman. So both of them have four receivers, three running backs. It's an interesting – well, well, actually, Wilson made a trade. Wilson has a quarterback. You're missing the – so he and John flopped in the third round. He has Derek Carr. Okay, well, that's not too So Townhouse is the only one that I see that doesn't have a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, of the quarterbacks left, I think you end up gambling and aiming for a three quarterback build uh, at the maybe even four with guys like Wentz and Mills, Mariota, Zach Wilson, Baker Mayfield. Maybe one of these guys has to roll the dice on Deshaun Watson, who you're not going to have at the beginning of the season, but could end up. Well, the question is how far out of it you are by the time QBs come up probably pretty far out i don't know i i it's an intriguing strategy to me it's not something i would do like i get taking one and then just if you really don't want to have a high end upside qb2 punting the rest and taking a baker mayfield zach wilson even if you take one of those guys and then grab deshaun watson late and hope he's a guy for you throughout the playoffs i actually kind of like that strategy if that's what you want to do not having a quarterback at all like that, Matt. We've seen that matters in Superflex. Like I love talking about how much QB twos matter when it comes to Superflex, but they only matter to like QB fifteen. Typically, you're not winning a league if you don't have a top two, at least one top fifteen QB. And I think you still need to have two because that Superflex position is it's such a massive value. I mean, if you look at a team like um, whoever pick one was, I can't see what that is. Buffalo something. I mean, having Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers, that's a massive advantage for you every single week. You have likely the highest scoring quarterback and at least probably a top 12, top 10 option as well, getting you points that I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers is going to outscore most of the wide receivers you have that you're going to play in your in your super flex position. Oh, this is just a horrible spot. I do not like any of these players. One of them is going to be a treasure on your team. Pat Frymuth. I don't like that pick at all. Yeah, I think at that point, Matt, I'd have been waiting probably three or four or five more rounds at least for a tight end. Eh, well, I don't love any of the picks on the board. I'm not reaching for anybody. Like, I don't want – none of these wide receivers stand out to me. I still don't love the fact I'm not that to take I have one no here. running backs. 
Yeah, you got Javante. You got Javante be all right. Williams. There you go. See, and some people grabbing their backups already at running back, uh, at quarterback. Now you're looking at these guys are really going to be sitting with like almost nobody. I don't know who to take here. It's take a, a quarterback. Reach, but no, I wanted I wanted to grab at least one wide receiver. Did you say Alan Lazard is questionable for week one? I can't think of a worse situation for Green Bay's pass offense. That'll be fine. He was questionable like every week last year, and he still played. He's fine. Everybody's questionable in the NFL nowadays with the injuries. There's no real, like, everybody's perfectly healthy. So who else can we talk about here? Let's talk about team number one. I just mentioned there. I really need to get these names pulled up on my phone here. Buffalo Shoes. Buffalo Shoes here. So started off Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, and... It's not Buffalo's hoe. That's not what I was going to Yeah, I know that. It just says Buffalo on my, my phone. So, like, it's hard to find the names because it's just giving me, like, part of it. Uh, but Buffalo Shoes goes Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, James Conner, Debo Samuel, Deontay Johnson, David Montgomery, Chase Edmonds, Elijah Moore. He's actually about to make back-to-back picks. We can talk more oh, about his team here. Townhouse just got his QB1. That's a horrible QB1. We can talk about that in a minute. <laughs> just yeah, be my friend Matt just said kind of. Yeah, no, 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 it is. That's bad. Well, That's, uh, No, kind of who, a QB1. Who's oh, going to snipe Tyrod Taylor from him? Nobody. I, ain't gonna, I don't really care. Why First you Kurt, master Tyrod? He's injured. Who else is he going to take? So we can talk about what this team looks like. Again, start three wide receivers. So I think that's why everybody's going so heavy on wide receivers. in the <laughs> there goes the other best probably quarterback on the board there in Ryan Tannehill. So I mean, he's if you're got- townhouse, you got to double down and get a second quarterback here right now, right? Because Mac yeah, Jones or well, Carson Wentz so. is probably – if you go beyond that, you're, you're having to take two for one just to get a quarterback because I don't know that you can feel confident – I mean, I guess Davis Mills is out there, but if I'm taking Mariota, I'm not confident he's Kareem Hunt. No, he went Kareem Hunt. So maybe yeah. he's just going with the one QB and playing. Well, Wilson only has one QB too. I, it is super flex, so you don't have to play two right. quarterbacks. But it matters when you're playing. It does two. matter. Like, when, the scoring again, is definitely in favor of quarterbacks. When you're looking at someone starting a Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, a Matt Stafford and Lamar Jackson, I'm trying to look at Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, like uh, who is that? Joe Burrow and Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts and Kyler Murray, Tua Tonga Viola and Russell Wilson. Like those teams immediately have an edge. I don't care how good your running backs and wide receivers are. They have an edge because of the points that those quarterbacks can put up. Uh, Wilson grabs Mac Jones. So he has Derek Carr and Mac Jones. It's not a bad uh, combo. But then Carson Wentz goes off the board. So the QB2 option uh, for Townhouse is going to be uh, fascinating. Drew Locke's going to be out there for you, guy. It's going to be rough. Just be honest. Little Geno Smith. I do not know what I want to do. I don't like any of these picks. I'm like, I hate my team already. It wouldn't be a draft if you didn't hate your team halfway through. I feel like I'm not going to like it regardless after what happens, but. Yeah, I'm not digging the options I have. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I did not do a good job of preparing ahead of time to, you know, like build up a queue or anything like that. So we're just doing it. Preparation for the week. Dead. I agree. But, you know, now I'm kind of wishing I at least built out some kind of queue because I just don't like, I don't like my options at all. 
and I'm, I'm like scrolling through really fast to see if I can find anybody I don't like or that I like more that's not sitting near the top of these lists. And because sleeper ADP, I'm sorry, I don't I don't necessarily trust that that much. So no, it's ADP is definitely a little bit strange. Mm-hmm. No, it's sad. Wide receiver got kind of depressing in a hurry too. Yep. Oh, ooh, I know where I'm going. Assuming yeah. Matt doesn't snipe me. You know, there's hey, a lot. Why don't you tell the people where you're going? I've still got 45 seconds to hear. I'm there's trying a, to grab a sleeper wide receiver, but I don't want to say because I need them. There's a, a lot of talk about you hear about the RB dead zone, but I think this year there's definitely a wide receiver dead zone because we're kind of here what in round 10 or 11. Yes. I lied. See, I wanted Tyler Algier. And you I was see, really hoping you would get running back. A, there's oh, like a whole group of Tyler Algier wasn't on the radar. <laughs> hey, that's fine. That's all I wanted. It's weird. It doesn't seem like he's got a very set uh, spot in Atlanta right now. I think he's going to be fine. He's going to be the goal line back. That's all I need from him. Just get me a touchdown and 50 yards every week. I just want 11 points out of him. That's all I'm asking. I think I can get that. So Davis Mills is off the board. If Townhouse goes quarterback, his options are now Zach Wilson, Mariota, Trubisky. I mean, you could do Brissett. You could do Geno Smith. I think at that point in time, I might actually play a position player over like Jacoby Brissett or Geno Smith. You have to if you're really trust. If you're really believing in, you know. Jacoby Brissett, like I just, I'd rather I'd rather play Kareem Hunt, who he drafted just a round ago. Like I think at that point you've just got to. Oh, there you go. He's hanging in there. Now maybe you come back and take Brissett and do the two for one, and you have. That, God, that's such a wasted pick in the twelfth round, in my opinion. I mean, I know you've well, got I mean, to in now. The 11th I feel like round, you, you took a QB two. You aren't yeah. going to have for twelve weeks. Yeah. So. Oh, I know. I know. I'm just saying. Like I think you. Yeah, he's going to have to. I don't. I don't know that. Maybe you play a game of chicken, see if you can make it a round or two, and nobody will take them. I mean, I'm gonna be honest; I'm not looking to take him. I don't care. Like, there's to a point, a certain point. I know it's super flex, and everybody wants to have two quarterbacks. There's a certain point where, like, it's not worth rostering that other quarterback. Like, we're at the point in the draft now where enough of the other quarterbacks, like, I'd even be willing to start in a bye week or gone. I'm probably not gonna grab a third quarterback. It's just not worth it. I'm not gonna waste a roster spot on a quarterback that's likely just sitting on my bench all year because I'm not gonna play. Or where are they at? They're two picks away, so we'll see what they do. I'm very intrigued to see. Oof, KJ Hamler, that's early. Well, I guess we're in the 12th round. I don't know. I think that's early. Marcus Mariota. So there you go. So now he's got his QB2 up until Deshaun Watson is hopefully able to come back in Mariota. Yeah, Mariota was my pick right here. That was, uh, that one hurt. This has not been oh, because you only have two, so and I'm I'm high on Mariota this year to to outperform his draft spot. Uh, I like take the Falcons' real QB one, Desmond Ritter, really yeah. quick. Is this tied in premium? No, no. Okay, because <laughs> you started. I should have known that, and I wouldn't have taken Pat Fryerman. No, I was debating on taking another did. tight end. Most of the other ones I'm in are tied in premium. So that's why I was asking. I wasn't 100% sure. Oh, man. <sighs> We're still in a really, really bad area of players here. Yeah, it's a, 
No, I was wrong. It is tight end premium. No! What <laughs> the, right after I make my pick. That's fine. It's just 0. 0.5. That's not that much. I had to go look. Well, it was a long time. You know what? I think you're the one that put tight end premium in. That's what happens when you have three end. people that know. have commission powers. Let's go. It's all good. It's all good. It's cool. I can wait. There's there's like four tight ends I want. I can wait another round. Mm. Oh, I don't know what to do. It is kind of a weird spot. In the... It really is. I, I don't like it at all. I feel like I would have preferred to be at the Scott front of the Moore, draft. My body tells me I won't draft a Chiefs player, so I guess that kind of uh, limits my options. Is it about to be, did you say Gainwell? Nice, okay. So yeah, let's, I mean, that's a chance Gainwell. Let's talk about somebody else's team here. I feel like we, we've kind of talked well, a lot about that. we talk house. about what the computer has given Ricky? Oh, is he not drafting? He forgot. He just sent me a text. He's like, have we started oh. yet? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we have. Well, that's not uh, good. So it gave him Joe Burrow. I think he put some preferences in earlier because yeah. we were talking about it because Joe Burrow, he's really high on. Gets Derrick Henry, which that made me laugh because he really uh, is not like a Derrick huge. Uh, yeah. He's not a huge uh, Tennessee person. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of my favorite sports podcasts using Raycon's Wireless Three Airbuds. Raycon's everyday airbuds look, feel, and sound better. Better than ever, actually. With optimized gel tips and a perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable, they will not budge whenever you're moving around. Trust me, I work on a job that requires me to move 24-7. They're never falling out of my ear, which I appreciate. Not only that, but Raycon gives you 8 hours of playtime and 32 hours of battery life. Raycons are priced just right to get the quality audio at half the price. Other premium audio brands charge you a lot and no it's no wonder why raycon's everyday airbuds have over fifty thousand five star reviews my favorite things about them the earbud tap function when i'm sitting there talking to somebody and didn't realize that my podcast is still going i can quickly just tap the button to stop what i'm doing noise isolation as well is incredible for me i get to some loud environment sometimes and i'm able to actually just listen and hear just what i want to which is my sports stuff they're telling me what i need to know to continue moving about my day i use them all the time whether i'm working out working or honestly just sitting at home and listening to sports podcasts sometimes some music to get in the mood i'm not gonna lie to you guys a little bit of harry styles it's not the same as it was. It gets me going. I love that kind of music. It puts me in a working kind of atmosphere at home when I'm working on everything for the Fantasy Football Roundtable. Go to buyraycon.com slash TPPN today to get 15% off of your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash TPPN to score 15% off. Again, buyraycon.com slash TPPN. PN, some of the best headphones that I have used. You go get them today. They're worth it, guys. Go get them. Okay. Um, and, and then you got Dak Prescott. So there's a couple of good quarterbacks. Brees Hall, uh, first rookie off the board. Uh, then his first wide receiver, T. Higgins, Darren Waller, tight end, Darnell Mooney, which was a bummer for Dennis. Then he gets Clyde Edwards Hilaire, Michael Thomas, Traylon Burks, Robert was a bunch of Tennessee offense players. I can't wait to see the, the reaction. Then he gets uh, Gasecki and Sky Moore. So a couple of tight end options. 
it's interesting to be invested that heavily in um, the Titans offense. I'm not a huge believer in the Titans offense this year. No, and it sounds like he isn't either. So I'm sure he's not really going to love that. I mean, I, I get like, I still think Robert Woods, especially that late, I mean, in 11th round, I still think there's a shot that he is the wide receiver one in Tennessee, and those guys have for the most oh, part I think he's definitely good. the wide receiver one in Tennessee. Burks so. is so far not even a starter. It's yeah. uh, Nick Westbrook-Akini is lining up out there. I like your Njoku pick. I think you and I both kind of went with our homer tight ends for tight end too, but guys that have some upside. I like Alberto, especially with Dulcich. He missed almost oh, God, all of we're camp. almost done already? Yeah, I, I'm very high on Njoku, and, you know, Kittle fallen to me where he did. I You know, I just couldn't pass up on him. But Njoku would have been a target of mine if they didn't have the same bye week. Yeah, I, um, I'm really high on Njoku. I was listening to, I want to say it was, um, it may have been John Hansen in the morning one day, and they had on, I don't remember his name, but he's uh, very popular, does a lot of stuff in the Cleveland area. I think he's covering, he's their new color analyst uh, on the broadcast. And he was talking about everything they've talked about with Stefanski is they're planning on making Njoku a focal point of the passing offense this offseason. Why couldn't you have mentioned looking at bye weeks earlier? I never look at bye weeks, so I don't. I have no idea how bad mine are. I, just, I, I didn't either, but apparently uh, uh, whoever's playing me week nine, uh, I salute you. Yeah, I haven't looked at mine. I've got a couple in nine and a bunch in 14, so that's that's not great. Wow, 14. That's going to be a brutal if you make the playoffs. Is it 14 or 13? 14. No, they are going to week 14, 14. with buys, so it's definitely possible. Okay, I've got a couple in 14, a couple in 13, a couple in 9. Um, but yeah, they're, they're planning on making him a, a focal point of the offense. Uh, they feel like he's continued to get better and better, which I believe as well. So yeah, I figured, why not? It was either going to be him or Cole Komet, and then Cole Komet wins. So I was like, well, I'll just take David and Joku now and kind of kind of roll with it. Oh, no, he didn't go, actually. Did he? No, he went out. No, I was going to say, uh, he, was, he was there. I thought that's who you were targeting. <laughs> For tight end, I gotta but... have one Cleveland Brown on my team. I'm gonna watch him every Sunday. So Jacoby Brissett's still floating out there. You don't have to limit yourself to one. Darius Johnson I'm still good. available. I'm good. I almost took him, and then I was like, "You mean Andre Swift?" It was it was a tough choice, but I love me some Nick Chubb. I have a lot of shares of Nick Chubb, so I figured. I really don't know who I want to go with here. So no defenses, no kickers. Am I reading this correctly? Yes, no defenses, no kickers. I mean, I can try to alter it so you can draft defense just to keep on your bench to keep you warm at night. It might be better to play in the the super flex spot than some of the QBs that Townhouse has. So mm. I'm just messing with you, Townhouse, if you listen to this. Interesting. Isaiah Spiller gets pulled up there because his ADP is still high. Uh, one of the big signings that I think happened that I don't know if we yep. remember to talk about. We have Sonny not Michelle talked about going yeah. to the Chargers. It was already rumored that Spiller was behind Joshua Kelly on the depth chart. Now Sonny Michelle coming in. If nothing else, you'd figure Sonny Michelle is the battering ram in the goal line area if they're trying to save touches on Eckler. I think that spells a pretty tough rookie year for Isaiah Spiller. What do I want to do here? I'm very intrigued in, t- in doing something that I don't want to do, but 
Take Jacoby Brissett? No, not taking Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> oh. Well. I don't that, love it, but. How could you love it? I, I debated on Trubisky and. Well, so here's the other thing. I don't think I'm going to love my next pick either, but I just think I'm going to roll with it. As long as it doesn't go here in the next four picks. <sighs> Maybe I wait. I don't know. This is very intriguing. I don't know what to do. I'm torn. I don't know. I'm, I, I have been sniped about four times uh, in this draft. And so I know I, who I'm taking, and I feel like Matt is going to take them. So please don't. Mother! Not you, Matt. It was your friend, Matt. I wanted KJ Osborne. I didn't realize they were still he was still available. I was almost cussing. You're muted, by the way, Matt. Oh, I know. I was asking oh. them because he's the one that just took him. He can hear you through my headphones. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't realize he was available. I would have taken him over Trubisky. I was just now scrolling through because he's so far down on the wide receiver list. I had no idea he was, he was still. Well, and I, you know, maybe Jalen Rager is who you really want. No, Keep that Jalen Rager truth or life alive. I took not. Isaiah McKenzie down here because, um, you know, I mentioned this before. I don't take a lot of stock out of reps or what they do in the preseason, but it was interesting to me that Buffalo, when they ran their starters out, McKenzie was the starter at slot. I actually think he ends up as the third wide receiver for them this year. So I figured 14th round, not a bad bet. Could be a high-octane offense with Josh Allen. Oh, God help me. So, I, still wide receiver one in New England. No, Jacoby Myers is the wide receiver yeah. one. And Jacoby Myers does score. Touchdowns. But also, if yeah, Matt so. Patricia is fundamentally calling your offensive plays, doesn't matter if you have wide receivers. So, look, I'm, it's it's the fifteenth round. Of, you know what? I'm looking for something. The guy I wanted was just taken. I got to pick somebody. So I'm sitting here in the fifteenth, and I'm looking at Nico Collins, Alec Pierce, and Wandale Robinson. You know what I? Lord help me, but I'm actually starting to think Wandale Robinson's going to get featured in that offense because they have really nothing else to do. I, that's kind of where I am. I, I get nervous about uh, Daniel Jones. I I like Alec Even Pierce. Daniel Jones' mother is nervous about Daniel Jones. You're right you know, to me. I, I like Pierce. There's talk about him uh, being featured over Paris Campbell, so he would be second behind uh, – uh, Pittman, but you know they're also going to run the ball a lot. Nico Collins, it's I guess the upside with Collins is that it is a um, a team that's likely to be playing from behind, and he is going to be the number two there. I like Wilson's late uh, late grabs at tight end, getting Cole Komet, who I think has some upside in Chicago, given the dearth of wide receivers, and Gerald Everett, who could be sneaky fringe. Tight end one there with Justin Herbert. Possibly. I like the Hayden Hurst pick, too. How Interesting. Or Bronamath gets uh, Marlon Mack. You know. I auto-picked him. He, he just messaged me that his uh, his daughters needed him. He's got young twin daughters. So yeah, I think he, right he, he was – Yeah, he was auto yeah. uh, That's who I thought about going on instead of Devontae Parker was Josh Palmer. I just <sighs> – 
you need a wide receiver to go down, which granted, I guess is possible with Mike Williams injury history, but I just, I didn't want to take the chance. And there, Tim, our uh, Tim Reeve, uh, coach Tim Reaver, who uh, wrote with us at the Fantasy Life app blog, he is a big Titans fan. Interesting to see him snagging Malik Willis there at the end. I think he's big on the idea that Willis is going to see the field at some point this season. No, I, I guess anything is possible. As I, Kevin I, Durant, Durant or not Kevin Durant, Kevin Garnett would tell us. That's Kevin I, Durant, too. I mean, anything's possible, Kevin Durant. I feel like they're. I feel like their goal is to sit Willis all year, though. I think. Yeah. You know, other than mop up duty, which. But here's I don't the thing: know so that there's uh, going to be a lot of. I, I feel like it's going to be in Willis's best interest to not play. I don't think any of us were particularly high on the Titans in general um, this season. So, if they're sitting there at like five and eight. I guess there's a potential their division is competitive enough that they could still have an outside shot. But I'm wondering if when they get toward the end of the season, if they look like they're tracking to miss the playoffs, they don't see what they've got because it has not felt like a great relationship between Ryan Tannehill and the team most of the offseason. See, I think the issue with that is for fantasy, we always talk about that. We always say like, oh, they should just play the young guys to see what they have in them. But NFL coaches don't feel that way. I've, I've learned, and there's a lot of things that I've learned in paying attention to what the NFL does compared to what we think should go on in fantasy that makes me realize, like, there's just there's a big separator there. And I don't know that they would do that just because they're out of the – like, maybe the last we game. You must like, be thinking alike. We, uh, well, I just feel, you know, talk coming out of camp is that there's a clear separation between Wilson and TDP. And uh, we've seen Wilson perform in that offense at a very high level. So I, I like Mitchell, um, but I think Wilson. No, I literally had back. just moved Jeff Wilson to the queue on my phone. And then I was like, wait, why is my queue still empty? Hey, Ricky's here. Anyway, Ricky, so- I hope you enjoy your nearly uh, 100% Titan offense. Back to the um, the quarterback. They, we we talked a lot about that, especially with a team like San Francisco. Now, or I'm sorry, that's it was Kansas City. Now, granted, they were in the playoff hunt, but like they had secured up their seed with like two or three games left to go a couple seasons ago, and they decided to only pay Patrick Mahomes in the final game of the season. Like I think even if Tennessee's eliminated, I don't know that we see him that early. I think maybe he gets a game or two, and at that point, it doesn't matter for fantasy. But I could be wrong. Uh, I, I, I had Moss queued up too. Well, so I, I have Singletary. Moss is actually the guy that came in off the bench uh, second. Over. Oh, look, Matt, you can no longer take Jacoby Brissett. I hate to. Uh, uh, I wasn't going to. <laughs> I wasn't going to. I got Mitch. Got Mitchell Biscuits. I'm good. And you got David Bell, so now you have two, two oh, rounds. I'm grabbing another guy for good karma here. Probably not going to do anything for me, but um, Paris Campbell. Uh-oh. Here's hoping for the best. No, I don't. I, I do not think Donovan Peoples-Jones is going to be that good. I think people are, are overrating. I, I think he's a good wide receiver for the Browns, and 
I think he's more of a what? How do people word it again? It's a good NFL option, not good fantasy option. I just, I don't think he's going to be some dude. I don't think he's going to be the Will Fuller in this offense that a lot of people think he's going to be. And again, yeah, it's not going to matter until Deshaun Watson comes back in week eleven. Like if I'm waiting till week eleven and hoping DPJ is going to hit for me, I'm probably not making the playoffs. So, and this is a redraft league, not dynasty. Now I'm not worried about the future. I want to win this year. I think David Bell is going to be the guy that. Honestly, Jacoby Brissett is checking down to more often than possibly David and Joku. So I've got both those guys that work in the short area where Jacoby Brissett thrives, and I just got to hope one of them hits. Final round. So any uh, taking any bets on who Mr. Irrelevant ends up being? I don't know. I got to look at the cues. I'm just still debating. I can do my who's my the fifth string Broncos wide receiver. I'm not the last pick. Um, nobody really matters. Montreal Washington is who you're looking for. Uh, no you wouldn't think I knew who the fifth wide receiver oh, no, I, is, but I watched those games. I would. No good running. That's why I asked the question. Do I want to get hurt again? That's the question. <laughs> Are you ready to get hurt again? <laughs> I think I am. Assuming this player makes it to me, I think I know who I'm going to take. I'm torn between two players. I actually wanted to, I'll just say it, because I don't really care if they make it back to me. I was thinking about doubling up on QB back when I grabbed Mitch Trubisky. Oh. I'm just hoping one of them works for me. Yeah. Well, that's not a bad, uh, that's not a bad option for Superflex. We do have fairly deep benches considering. Uh, yeah, no kicker's defense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter either. I mean, I've, I'm looking at the available player pool. Like, I don't think many of these guys are going to be switched in and out throughout the season. Like, I'm right. sure someone will hit and people will go crazy for on the waiver wire to get because that does happen every year. You're going to have a guy or two that just hits and, and makes the James Robinson a couple years ago. Who was it last year? I know there was somebody, and I can't think uh, of off the top of my head. Philip Lindsay the year before that. Yeah, Lindsay. I mean, you always have somebody had, who hits, but I hope Lindsay catches on with the team. I was kind of bummed he didn't make it with the Colts. I think he's too Oop, close to win. Green, nine we in range, and that's why. Oh man, nobody picked him. Do I want to do this? Wait, why is it so far behind on yours? I'm up, right? I am. Yeah, right. you're up. You're up on the screen too. I'm gonna do it. Let me double check wide receiver really quick. I got 40 seconds. Okay. Yep. Let's just do it. Bring me a playoff win, Canyon Drake. I'm all here for it. There you go, Dennis. That one's for you. Right on. I actually do like Montreal, Washington. Sammy Watkins. Not a bad Mr. Rowe. Nobody knows who uh, is actually going to be wide receiver for Green Bay aside from Alan Lazard. I took my shot with uh, with Dubs. I don't – did Christian Watson end up going? Because he was um, – Yes, oh, yeah, he, he was at last, the top. Way so, last yeah. round, though. So what I don't – oh, never mind, I did. Look at that. Subconsciously, I didn't I didn't even think about it. I love doubling. I love doing a stack of my quarterback and wide receivers, and I only did one of them. I didn't realize I did it in Marquise Hollywood Brown, but I'm a little disappointed I didn't grab Devonta Smith or A.J. Brown for 
a stack with Jalen Hurts. I got my stack too because I yeah. took uh, Jerry Judy and I have Albert O. Well, I ended up uh, – I nailed the stack early with Cousins and Jefferson. Then I got sniped on Mooney, so I didn't stack anybody with Fields. And then I got sniped again on Justin – or uh, Khalil Herbert that I was aiming to stack with Fields. Um, so late I went with Geno Smith and stacked him with um, uh, DK Metcalf. You know, the more I've been thinking about it, the more I'm realizing that Seattle's probably going to be bad, and they're going to have to throw the ball. And you've got a little guy and you've got a big guy. I think at some point, you know, they're going to – the big guy's going to get a fair amount of work. Is Metcalf going to finish top ten? No. But I do think he's got wide receiver two upside, and most people have him – in the wide receiver three territory right now. Uh, when I get DeAndre Hopkins back, I think that's going to really uh, help my team. And then I'll be piecing it together early. You know, I'll be able to use Julio Jones for the first few weeks while Hopkins is out. And then once he gets injured, Hopkins will be back. Wandale Robinson, you know, and then a couple, I, I kind of went rookie heavy at wide receiver with London Pickens and Robinson. Um, Atlanta and New York are going to be playing from behind. So there is definitely an opportunity for production in New York. The, the wide receiver one position is wide open. Uh, Galladay should be the guy, but that he's been so inconsistent since his couple good years in Detroit, who knows Sterling Shepard's coming back, but he's not uh, been consistently healthy. Uh, Kadarius Tony and Wandale Robinson could be the top two guys uh, for the Giants when it comes to the receiving game. Football fans, so the first Sunday of the NFL season is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And as an added bonus for week one, everybody can experience the thrill of DraftKings with early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if the team ends up losing. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code TPPN, that is TPPN, and get $200 in free bets instantly. When you place a $5 bet this Sunday, that is code TPPN, only a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the descriptions for the episode for details. Yeah, I don't like that at all. I was going to ask you how you feel about your team. So you ended up with Hurts and Murray at the top. Then you get Swift, Keenan Allen, Ezekiel Elliott, Marquise Brown, Almon Ross St. Brown, Pat Firemuth, Alan Lazard, Ramondre Stevenson. You get Tyler Algier, who you were holding out for, DJ Chark, Njoku, Mitch Trubisky, Devontae Parker, David Bell, Paris Campbell, and Kenyon Drake. That one kind of. I don't know if I you mean, there's. Going with Pickett. <laughs> Pickett was already gone. 
I was going Ritter was who I was debating on on taking with the last oh. pick between Ritter and uh, Drake. Um, no, so the reason I went with Drake is we've seen that Baltimore's not afraid to pass the ball to the running backs. It's just Mike Davis. Justice Hill ain't going to get anything. He lands with Baltimore. They wanted him. There was like the first team that reached out to him as soon as he got cut. I mean, even if he's only good for two weeks, that's fine. If he's good and it gets injured, I'll cut him and pick up somebody else off the waiver wire. I figured might as well take a shot on a guy who has a chance to get some receiving production. Again, last round pick, Desmond Ritter still available. If I really don't like what Drake does in week one, I can literally cut him and pick up Ritter. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's okay, I guess. I mean, I do like the Jalen Hurts-Kyler Murray stack right there. I mean, neither one, both have late buys. So I feel like for the most part, I'm going to have them all season long, as long as they're both healthy. Kyler Murray obviously getting injured worries me a little bit, but those are two at worst top eight scoring quarterbacks. So like right there, I feel good going up against practically anybody, especially in the super flex format. I mean, looking at the other teams, like really it's, it's team one in Buffalo's with, with Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers. I think they're the only one going through really quick that has two, Top okay, uh, whoever that is in the middle, Lamar Jackson, Stafford, that's a good stack as well. But like outside of those, everybody else has like one and solid. Brady should be in both those. Well, guys I don't have Brady rated that high, so remember we talked about this. I thought Brady was pretty pretty. I had, I had him at the top. Of my All life. right, Burrow Prescott is a decent stack. It's decent. Dak Prescott, I don't think is going to put up anywhere close to what Murray and and Hertz do most weeks though. So that's where, especially because yeah. of the, the lack in rushing. You're a little bit higher on Aaron Rodgers than Dennis and I were because I yeah. didn't even have him finishing top twelve. I had him QB six. When we yeah, had, when now we I remember. So, yeah. We, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm very. And you didn't have Brady uh, finishing. No, Brady top. was QB fourteen, I think thirteen or fourteen. He was just outside my top twelve. So yeah, I mean, I feel good about going up that point. I think I'm fine. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, the big thing's injuries, right? I think I'm fine for the most part at running back. I'm probably only going to start two every week. It's going to be Swift and Elliott. As long as both of them are healthy, Swift has a chance to be an RB1 every week. Elliott has a chance to be a high-end RB2. And then my wide receivers, you know, Keenan Allen, I think, is a lock-in wide receiver one every single week. And then I've got a bunch of dart throws for guys who could be very good in Hollywood Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Alan Lazard, DJ Chart. Like, I just need to figure out how I'm going to play those four of my three wide receivers in a couple flex spots. We'll see. You know, Ramondre Stevenson, Tyler Algier, I think will be fine. It's, it is what it is. Pat Fryer, I mean, I would, you know, I, I don't hate my team. I don't think it's a, I think it's a, what's the word? I don't think it's a championship contender. I think it's a playoff team. Like, I think I'll get to the playoffs. I don't think that I'm a championship contender. You know, all you got to do is get in. Look at those Bengals last year. You just. It's true. You know, surprisingly, almost most of the fantasy championships I've won, I've sneaked in as like the sixth seed in the playoffs and just gone on that run. That gets very few of my best teams have I won a championship. There's one, my home dynasty league, where I've been like the number one seed all season long. And I've been to the playoffs six out of eight years, but I've only won it twice. And it was like four years ago, and then I won it last year. So it's it's not always the best team wins it. That that is for sure. What do, what do you think about your team? Yeah, well, so I I was pretty you know i was going to take a quarterback so i i obviously got russ and i think he's going to do um well i have him at qb9 so there are probably quarterbacks that went after me like that i have ranked slightly ahead of him but you gotta go get your guy i like my starting wide receivers chase uh pitman and judy but after that i'm gonna need somebody to hit because olave i like the potential but you don't know mckenzie dubs tolbert 
Washington, all kind of potential guys for me. Um, no matter who ends up being the lead running back in Denver, I'm covered because I, I ended up taking um, my my personal favorite player, Melvin Gordon, um, down in there after I took Javante. And I actually think Gordon will be have flex value on his own. Uh, Devin Singletary, um, I think there's good potential for Gainwell, so I kind of like that. You guys know, uh, and everybody else does from the – discussion on the show i'm a lot higher on Dalton schultz than some other people i like his potential to really go off in dallas so i thought that was a good um good grab for a ppr league i'm kind of like your boy, you uh, your boy malibu matt's team i really what, actually yeah when you critique his team we know he's yes. right there across the room from you. He he is right here in the room. I actually really like the the start. I like Harris, um, and then he, the Cup and Adams are my top two wide receivers. Pitts. I don't think for waiting on quarterback. I don't think it ended up too bad because Ryan is going to be solid. Um, I think Davis Mills has some upside, and Baker has some upside there. I really like Baker in Week One, uh, especially after his uh, intriguing comments. Um, about what he was going to do to the Browns. I'm pretty high on A.J. Dillon. I think I was higher than you guys are. Um, and you got Gibson. Kenneth Walker is a question just because of his health and because of Pete Carroll. Um, I don't know what to make about Claypool. It's really going to depend on how the passing situation develops in Pittsburgh probably. Um, he's more of their down-the-field threat. I'm, I worry for my Deontay Johnson shares too. Um, but I think there's some upside. Obviously, got uh, Steele and KJ Osborne. I was like yeah. you, Matt. I didn't realize he was so far down there. So that's what I was going to say. I actually like his team in the fact of he got Matt Ryan, who I think at least I expect to still be a top 12 scoring quarterback. Got him late, too. Paired with Kyle Pitts. It's pretty good. And you're pairing that with Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams. Really good, I think, running back core in Najee Harris. Antonio Gibson, A.J. Dillon, you're probably going to be fighting between which one you start there every week, depending on what happens with Gibson. The thing I like about Kenneth Walker is he's got the running back depth that he doesn't have to worry about playing Kenneth Walker right away. So if he is not starting right off the bat, he's got him. Where you mentioned Chase Claypool, I actually think it's going to be K.J. Osborne's his wide receiver three. And again, to get him in the 15th round, like I said, I didn't realize he was there either until uh-huh. I started scrolling. Oh, my God. Like that, seemed, that, to me, is probably the steal of the draft. Because I think... And- with the way they're talking about passing the ball in Minnesota, he's got a shot to be a low-end wide receiver too, and you got him in the 15th round. And if Kenny Galladay can manage to get himself right or they can figure out how to do any kind of decent pass offense in New York, I mean, we saw him. He was He's only a couple of years removed from being one of the receivers we love the best in Detroit. I find it hard to believe. He, I don't think he died. I just think they didn't know what they were doing. Um, and maybe they still don't know what they're doing, but I'm hoping the combination of Mike Kafka, who spent some time in the chief system and Brian Dable makes a more positive impact, at least for the fantasy game uh, with the giants. I, I think for me, the biggest critique I have of Matt's team is if you take Kyle Pitts, I just don't think you, it feels like taking two more tight ends after that is wasting picks. At least, at least one of those picks, I think, could have been another position um, and maybe even both of them. Honestly, after I took Hunter Henry, I thought, Jesus, what am I doing? I, I have George Kittle. Um, I didn't really need to take Hunter Henry. And, uh, you know, if I had Kelsey or Andrews Pitts, I, I feel like those are guys, 
in, in uh, even in tight end premium, um, I, I don't know that you take a backup or especially a third tight end. Hey, let's talk about the two auto pick teams and kind of see. Well, well, hang on, because there's one team that I think is is the clear leader in the pack, and I'm pretty sure I know who this is. I, I feel like we're in a dynasty league together. And, and Bro Namath is that who that is? That is. So I like his team. The the more I was looking at it, and I just exited out. And that of was and one I, of the auto pick teams. Was it? The, the, yeah. yeah. The oh, only, okay. The only issue I I see with it was the Marlon Mack pick. Everything else, I, I well, feel I, yeah, like, I saw that was. I don't think he was auto picked at the beginning. I know he was. No, he was auto picked no, at the beginning. Yeah, he was okay. auto picked all the way. Well, still, um, I mean, so he ended up with, in my opinion, just looking at the draft board. I can't get back into it now on my phone. I think that's the best team right now on paper. I mean, to right, Lamar, running back is tough. Though. Josh Jacobs, I think, is still. We talked about for he always produces. So you're and, talking about like, yeah, you're. But see, that's the thing too. Twelve teams super flex with the with three wide receivers, two flex. But you're going to be weak somewhere, right? I think the position you want to be somewhat weak at is running back. And for him to end up with three possible high end wide receiver twos or or have a chance to score in wide receiver ones and Tyree kill DJ Moore and I can't I can't see who the other ones are. Um Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. Right. He's Amari got Amari Cooper. Cooper. Tyler he also Lockett. has Tyler Lock like he's got a really good wide receiver core paired with Matt Stafford, Lamar Jackson, and Travis Kelsey. And then he adds Dawson Knox. Like again a grand congratulations on the auto pick team because that's a really good team. Like yeah, Marlon Mack, Isaiah Spiller being autoed for you are kind of wasted picks, but he also has Zamir White. So if Josh Jacobs does go down, now he's got Zamir White to plug right in. Like I actually think that's a really good team because he's got two top end quarterbacks, loaded at wide receiver. Like yeah, Josh Jacobs may not be a running back one for him, but as long as he's a high end RB two, he's going to have he's going to be in every single matchup. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna need to probably make a trade for his RB two. Uh, unless something happens to Dalvin Cook and then Madison steps up. I mean, uh, Penny could could hold that position at least for half the year. Yeah. I mean, he's he's got potential there. You're the biggest Penny truther uh, there is, so I would think you I, like it. I, I'm not ready to get hurt again. <laughs> Matt is. He said he was ready to get hurt it, again. As, as I, I look at those that, that end of last season – and I, I'm in, but I'm in at a price. And the way that was going, if Penny had made it back to me at the 10-8, I'd have probably taken him there as my RB4. I, I, don't, I, I don't want Penny to be – I don't want to have to rely on Penny as, as one of my top two running backs. Well, the other auto team is our friend Ricky who popped up at the end. I, I think he would have been happy with Joe Burrow. Um, Dak's a decent pick, Reese Hall, a lot of Titan offense in there, pretty heavily invested with Derrick Henry. And then you, you know, Higgins and Mooney are pretty good starters. Michael Thomas should be okay. But then, you know, Burks and Woods, be curious to see what the split is. You're, I am with you. I think Woods ends up being the better. A lot of Kansas City offense in there too. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Ronald Jones, and Sky Moore all end up on the squad. Yeah, I imagine he's going to be trying to trade Burks or Woods, you know, right from the get-go, just to clear some of the. Uh, I just don't think that team is going to be able to support both of them 
uh, at a very high level, and so he's going to want to be clear. That Too bad out. he didn't get Austin Hooper, because then you could have the the trifecta. Right. Well, I'm excited for the season. I know, uh, Dennis, you said you still have uh, two more drafts this week. You're really getting it in under the wire. Well, I decided I was – I saw last night uh, there was a, a Roto Baller Challenge draft over on Flea Flicker, and so I, I hopped in that. I'm, uh, I'm drafting at 10 o'clock tomorrow night. And then uh, the third Mike over on Twitter, Mike Talanco, who I'm in a, a local league here with, he runs a charity league called the Giving League to uh, – in honor of one of his friends who was a victim of domestic violence. And so uh, I've been playing in that league for several years now. And the, the draft for that is 8.30 on Wednesday. So uh, between my son's really baseball. Yeah. So it's it, between my son's baseball and those two drafts, I've got a pretty full couple days. Well, this is my last draft uh, for the year. I feel like it's pretty successful. How about you, Matt? You have any more teed up? Nope. This was the final one. I do not have any others. And now we just have three short sleeps until the 2022. I can't believe I said it that way. The 2022 NFL season is finally upon us. You guys have anything else to add? Rate and review. Go rate and review. It does a body good. And so Matt and I will be back, and hopefully Dennis will be leaving us our picks. We will have our uh, playoff picks uh, for the year. We would not leave you without that. And Matt and I will get ready for what I am hoping is going to be an offensive shootout between uh, my between the uh, 2022 Super Bowl favorite Buffalo Bills and the 2021 Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams. Prepare for glory! I don't know if you got your popcorn ready. Do you got your popcorn ready? I came out the wall line ready. And he's hit the end zone for an unbelievable touchdown. I would be honored. Throw it up above his head. They can't jump with me. Golly. Oh, they tackle him at the 40-yard line. Who can make a play? I can. Who can make a play? I can.